The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hi, Scotty. How are you? I'm excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, sir? Fantastic. Number 84. Eight, four. If you take a four and double it, you get eight and you get 84. Something like that, right? Is that a line for the music man or is that just you to make that up in the context? We got that- trouble right here in River City. No, I I think it looks that way to me. Okay. No, I agree. 84. Good number. Uh, right out this wow. What's going on, Mr. Always, Mr. You know, he's he's got a date. We are keeping this man busy. Neil, fanfare means big announcement. Are you ready? I'm listening. We now have over 7,000 wow. total listens. Wow. Who would have thunk it? That is amazing. Thank you all Thank you for all. listening. Keep up. Please you know, follow, Listen. comment, subscribe, do whatever. Tell your friends. Listen. Listen. Ting. Ting. <laughs> hey, Neil, you know what today is? What's that, Scotty? Today is National Bootleggers Day. Bootleggers as in liquor bootlegging? As in liquor. Oh, the wow. word describes the act of concealing flasks of liquor in a boot top when going to trade with the Native Americans. That's how you got the term bootlegger. Interesting. It became big in the uh, 20s when there right. was uh, prohibition. You know, prohibition, right? Which I'm glad it's not there because this glass would be empty. <laughs> how's that? Speaking speak of boot off, who's our, how's our favorite bootlegger doing, Uncle Joe? Uh, I haven't gotten anything from Uncle Joe's uh, moonshine stash lately, but um, I'm sure he's running his uh, small aircraft with it or whatever. Wait yeah. a second, are we like we're talking about this open? I mean, Uncle Joe, we're not going to get him in trouble with the law, are we? I mean. No, he is the law. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> he is the okay. law in North Central Pennsylvania. Next issue. So drink. <laughs> Neil, number 84, that means you've got something that, for me on your that's list. Correct. This this is, comes from the um, the band Iron and Wine, who we've talked about a, a few times over the last... I've co- heard that name, right. yes. This is from the 2017 release, Best Epic. Best, Best epic. epic. Very mellow album. And this guy, Sam Beam, who's the leader of... He really is... I don't know why he's just was one guy, Sam Beam. Anyway, currently, guess where he's living, Scotty? This is a little tie into the Montgomery's. Oh, he's living in Hughesville, Pennsylvania. Now, how about Durham, North Kakalaki? Oh, Durham, North Kakalaki down there. Yeah, I know what that is. Anyway... Beautiful, very mellow album. One of the DJs described Sam Beam's voice as liquid gold. And some of these songs, you could hear him sing. It's just perfectly... Um, oh, that's that's a high bar because you know who I know. my liquid it, it, gold is. This is, this is. this is nice. I did not I, I did not see him on, on, on this tour during 2017. I don't know where I was. It must have been uh, busy what somewhere. What were you doing, I don't man? Know. I don't Come know. on. I've seen him on all the other tours. But okay, thank you. Thank you for number 84. We have a lot of feedback from last week's yeah, big episode. I, it was great, man. It was a little long. A little long. It was the second anniversary show, but, so we can take a few liberties. And, and but, we, but we really broke it down. We did. And apparently, I've never been to a Turkey Hill convenience store yeah, I, in Pennsylvania. I did see uh, that on the, on the, Google, on the uh, Facebook machine. I've heard or, there's good ones. 
mm-hmm. and there's bad ones. But uh, maybe next time I'm I'm going up there to North Central Pennsylvania drink, I will check one out. I actually um, no, I, the Turkey Hill is it's but but it's 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 let's be clear about that. It's very it's all it's all going up that um, you know, it's going up the Route 15 corridor. You got it. Exactly, and uh, I, I've been to I've been to the Turkey Hill Experience. As a matter of fact, is like they're like oh, the, they're, they're anchor store. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, it's two now, different I'm, things. I'm, 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 I'm a fan of the Turkey Hill uh, iced tea. By the way, it's they have good iced tea. I'm a fan of their ice cream. I'm a fan of Turkey Hill. <laughs> well, why don't we go and check out this Turkey Hill? I think we, we, we have to we have to we have to make a journey to, to uh, p- p- North Central PA to like check out the convenience stores. Maybe we'll visit Bud Knightley, and I don't know if we're there. Maybe that that would be like a whole mini series of podcasts, <laughs> exactly. just oh in and God. of themselves. Yeah, and it, more fee- more feedback. Yeah, Big Sister Jody says that Sheets restrooms are forty degrees colder than their beer caves. Okay. <laughs> In other words, I don't. In other words, a little cold to sit down on. <laughs> a little chilly, a little chilly in there. And also, um, apparently, they have a thing called for real milkshakes. F apostrophe real for real. Got it. Milkshakes. Yeah, that's what we talked. Never had one. We talked I about don't... that. We talked about it with the QT with uh, with um right Brandon last but last week. Tormund. Yeah, told me, yes, yeah. And also, uh, Suchita said, oh. happy second anniversary. Oh, thank you. Get- Actually, the, the only one of our listeners to do so. So thank you thank so you, much. We should get her a cameo for that. That's nice. Maybe we'll get a cat. You know what? Maybe we'll uh, auction off cameos for the 100th episode. I like that. Sell them off lottery <laughs> style. Uh, she said that she only cares about convenience stores if they have a clean bathroom. And she doesn't want to buy any unnecessary stuff in there. No, that's what you're supposed to do in there. <laughs> right. That's the whole point of them is you use the bathroom and then you buy a bunch of candy bars and chips and energy drinks and coffee and things like that. That you don't need. Yeah. Oh, man. Huh. Brandon also kind of challenged that, uh, what was the name? Bucky's. Yeah. Was not a convenience store. That was in Texas, right? That was like, he said there was a. Right. Scruffy looked it up. They are convenience stores. Brandon agrees. All right. Okay. And he also said that 612 stores. Yeah. We mentioned that. that. We talked about that. Yes. He said he found out that there are two of them. There's one in Gaithersburg and one in Darnstown, but he has no intention of actually going. <laughs> okay. I actually been to the one in Gaithersburg. Um, let's just leave it. Do not go. <laughs> do not. Do not enter. Better off not going, yes. Also, we, we had a question from a listener. What's that? They are wondering when our next merchandise is going to be available, and will it be OC Bombers Boxer Briefs? Ooh. I kind of like that. We could put put our logo on there. You on one cheek, me and the other? Even better. <laughs> Listen in the middle. Designed. Scruffy. Make it happen. Very good. Neil, back a while ago, a few episodes ago, at yes. the beginning of the National Football League season, right. I told you a story that there's a competition right. held by Bud Light between two kickers. This is the kicker, right. for, kicker for the Broncos. And the, and the Lions, I believe. Detroit. And the Lions, whoever kicked the longest field goal would win Bud Light for their city. Well, so here we go. both teams did not have a good year, so they had to at least have something to root for, in other words. Root for beer. Why wouldn't you do Why that? Why not? So, the Denver Broncos kicker, McManus, he hit a 58-yarder in Week 12, okay? So that's, a not, that's, not, that's not a bad leg, but... But then Matt Prater from the Detroit Lions... In, indoor. He hit a 59-yarder Ooh. in Week 12. Nine. So 
Detroit, Rock City gets beer. Yeah, for Detroit. They could use all the help they can help. They could use. They, they need something, right? right? The, uh, drinking Bud Light is better than drinking the water. I, I would agree with that. Scott, um, real quick, um, today is, we're, we're taping this on Sunday. Um, Sunday! 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 We got some Sunday. Sad, sad news today. Phil, Phil Spector uh, died today. Right. He was a really great uh, uh, I mean, music was, producer until he started killing well, people. Well, he was always been, always been a wacko. But argue, arguably one one of the top people in music you know, of all time. I mean, really a, a trendsetter with all with popular music, rock and roll, and also the wall of sound. The wall of sound. And, but he was he was a um, not well. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, not not altogether with it. Um, and his hairdo. Oh yeah, exactly. Holy moly! He made a, he, he made me and you look well with hair. <laughs> or <laughs> if you want to hear the wall of sound i would say listen to uh be my baby by the ronettes be my baby or, or i would say uh, loving feeling you, want, you lost that love and feeling by the righteous brothers yeah, yes yeah. all right that you will understand the wall of sound he also produced the last beatles album let it be did he really is that why it wasn't that good ouch <laughs> oh oh did i say that out loud what was that Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Neil, I, I'm, today's I'm silent. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I silenced Neil. I love it. How about uh, also John Lennon albums and also uh, George Harrison albums? Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. okay. But a wacko. <laughs> Neil, today's topic. Yes, sir. You want to get into today's yeah, why, topic? Yeah, let's do it, man. Why not? There's a lot of sayings that people use in everyday vernacular. Right. Exactly. Where you say them and you understand the meaning you're trying to get across in the conversation but yes. where did these sayings come from i don't know scott where did they come from <laughs> well that's that's always been on my mind and i want to give you an example neil okay back in the mid 90s you remember uh when we first started uh getting audited okay and and having to produce financial statements so this is nerdy accountant stuff okay back when i was a nerdy okay. accountant this, this better be a big payoff we're talking about freaking account uh, financial statements go well <laughs> the head auditor because this was the first time we were going through yeah, this yeah, 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 he, yeah. he kept saying the proof is in the pudding the proof is in the pudding and we're saying oh we're going to do this and that and we're going to make things better okay yeah that's great the proof is in the pudding Every meeting, he would say it about five times. Uh -huh. And I'm like, would you just stop with it? Because you're making me hungry. One, it makes me think of a big can of Lucky Leaf chocolate pudding. Uh -huh. But where, was the proof in there? It is to me because I could eat a whole can of that. Uh -huh. And if you want to challenge me anytime, anywhere, any day, I will do that. Um, I know you can do it. There's no worry. I There's <laughs> not a doubt in my mind. You, could, you couldn't put that away. <laughs> I right, continue with the proof of the pudding, yes. Right. So, so what that really means is the best way to find out if something is good is basically to test it yourself. Got it. You can't judge it to be good or bad until you've tried it or used it. So I'm like, okay, well, just say that. Stop saying the proof is in the pudding. So we're, we're going to get into things like that today. Okay. Right. Some sayings. Uh, would you have some? So, so what, yeah, we talked. You, you, I you, have we said, some. Well, we'll pick up three. I pick three, and we'll just. And I, I kind of looked at these as kind of things that I use in my kind of Neil speak kind of work. Oh, that's how you. Those are the ones that I kind of use all the time. That's how I pick my three. Are we going to need the OCB Rosetta Stone? No, 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 no. I think I, no. no. Th this is part of the Rosetta Stone. This could be a chapter in that. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait to hear it. Well, sir, w would you like to kick us off then? 
Okay, sure. Give us a saying. So this is a saying that I use. A, I, I use a work a lot. Like I use it in the negative, but we'll talk about it's. Just, it's but I say throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yes, I've heard that. It sounds awful. I always say do not throw the baby out with the bathwater. But like that's the basically what it means is to remove something good in the in the bit of getting. In, in the bit of getting rid of something bad. So it's kind of like a scorched earth type policy. Yes. <laughs> Kill them all, let God sort them out. So where do you think this phrase came from, Scotty? Ooh, and uh, I'm going to go with mid-13th century monks. Oh, you had the right time. You had the wrong... Uh... Oh! <laughs> so this phrase originated from a practice in the medieval times when there was a, s- a scarcity of water... Due to water not being available, family members usually bathed using one tub of water and the father took a bath first. By the time the baby is bathed, the water is so dark and filthy that the baby might be thrown out when the tub is, is being emptied. Wow, did not know that. Dirty, dirty family. Exactly. Once a week. So it was the men, the women, and then the kids. Anyway, so throw, oh my goodness. throw the baby out with the bathwater. Now, I usually say yeah. don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Kind of, I kind of use a little twist on that yeah because that is just get rid of everything right now there are things oh, that there, yeah. I, and i've used this in work i've used it in work I, i've said you know when like replacing something i said hey by the way throw the baby out with the bathwater. i've said that <laughs> <laughs> because that's one ugly baby <laughs> exactly all right all right very good you're number two aren't you so this one i've heard this uh, i remember first hearing this in elementary school a teacher talking about one of my friends saying, oh, he's happy-go-lucky. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? I think I'm happy-go-lucky. You know, I'm happy. I'm having fun. I, you know, I don't get it. Wait, so wait, this you, started, wait, you think you're happy-go-lucky? No, I wasn't sure. I just thought, you know, I'm a relatively happy person. Okay. I'm enjoying life. <laughs> Why am I not happy-go-lucky? Okay. So I did some research Once on again, this. You enjoy life. <laughs> <laughs> you may continue. <laughs> so one of the first recordings of this phrase Happy. was from the book Moby Dick in 1851. Uh-huh. A happy-go-lucky, neither craven nor valiant. What it really means is haphazard or as luck will have it. So it's a person is generally carefree laid back, a relaxed soul, taking life as it comes, gazing on the world through a rosy pink haze, unconcerned about anything else or the horrors of the world. So yeah, there is an overtone of carelessness to it though, too. Uh Yeah, so So now I feel like I plan and organize way too much. I realize I'm not happy-go-lucky. I'm a happy... Generally happy individual, although you're challenging that right now. No, no, no. You're generally happy, but you're not go happy go lucky. You're not like carefree. You're you 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 know. Um, no, no, I got the weight of the world on my I mean, shoulders, come, but I'm enjoying know, life. Come Tuesday, t- t- Tuesday after this gets released, you go. What are we doing next? What, what what's happening next for Monday? What are we doing? <laughs> right, exactly. Whereas you're like, oh, I don't know. We'll figure something out. All right, so but uh, that's bad. So am I happy go lucky? I don't know. I think you care too much to be happy-go-lucky. But How about that? I'm happy-go-lucky with an edge. How's that? <laughs> happy-go-lucky with an edge. I don't see that in my notes. I mean, look here. No, no. I can, I, I, I can go both sides of the street. 
Well, you know, I was thinking about that and like you're kind of that way, but but I think like I said, you care too much. So I was trying to think if we know anybody who truly is happy go lucky and I I don't know if I can uh, pull anybody out of my hat for that. Um, it's a good assignment. I don't I I don't know. All right, so that's it. That's right. happy go lucky. <laughs> you're a big happy go lucky. Uh, you know, what? let's take a break. What the heck? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, do, I'm not planning anything, but if we want to take a break, but you know let's what? go I ahead. Have, I mean, you know, I think I have to pee, so let's just take a break. Why not? Let's take a break, and we'll be back after this. The full force of winter is upon us, which means a lot of snow. And all you have is an old beat-up shovel. Why are you shovel-shaming me? It's Neighbor Jeff's Snowblower Madness! Hi there, it's me, Neighbor Jeff. I don't just work on lawnmowers. I can take care of all of your mechanical snowblower needs, too. Is this the same Neighbor Jeff from the Moab Madness commercials? Snowblower Madness! Don't get stuck using a beat-up old snow shovel to clear the snow from your driveway. Join the modern age and get a snowblower from me, Neighbor Jeff. I didn't know they made three-wheeled snowblowers. Snowblower! I can help you. Identifying the source of yellow snow. Sure, why not? Snowmobile engines. How hard can that be? Chucking snowballs with rocks in the middle of them at neighbors' houses. I thought you'd never ask. Snowblower madness. Don't get caught without a snowblower when climate change dumps 38 and a half inches of snow on your driveway. Call me now. Neighbor Jack, snowblower madness. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. I just don't know if I would want my entire city to win Bud Light. <laughs> well, I have to like Bud Light, so I would want to that's I, I, I hate it. People don't like oh, it. I mean, it's like beer-flavored water, but uh, you would, uh, I, would, I, I would root for my kicker to miss anyway. Yeah, okay. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on your favorite podcasting app. Listen! <laughs> You're a little slow there. I was reading something. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying Yo, attention. You're prepping. You're not being um, happy-go-lucky. You're right. I was You're thinking. actually preparing. I was because thinking. you know what? It's your turn with your with our next saying. Which is... Ready? Is there a dribble? Oh, oh, is it from Different Strokes? What you talking about, Willis? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a good one. Long drum roll. It is rule of thumb. Oh. Mm. So that's basically a general, Interesting, a general yes. principle that comes through experience, not any scientific means. A pro, a practical and approximate way. A guy that is a guy that is based on practice rather than theory. So this is like I I I, mm, I live right. by, I live by rules of thumb all the time. Now, interesting enough. What do you think? What do you think this came from? Do you know? Scott, have any idea? I think it came from the mid 16th century. Mm-hmm. And uh, construction builders. Now I looked this up a couple a couple of different ways, and um, so I'm going to give you the story that's out there. You ready? Here it is. Is this from from the OCB Wikipedia page where it's all truth? Well, yes, 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 and yes, but there's some disclaimers at all okay. of them. But since it be on the OCB podcast, it is true. It is true. Everything okay. on the podcast is true. And this is fascinating, by the way. This phrase has been has been used since the 1600s, correct, Scotty, and the origin is actually usually attributed to the domestic violence 
However, this, there is no oh, proof. Geez. There is no proof of this theory. There is a belief that a law in England allowed a man to beat his wife with a stick, which is not thicker than his thumb. What? Oh my! God. However, it has been found that such a law did not exist. Also, the phrase has been used before the law was believed to have existed. The real origin of the phrase, therefore, is not known. But come on, you're allowed to beat your wife up if it's less than a thumb. <laughs> That's a thumb? rule of thumb. <laughs> you know what? Um, I w- well, now that I know where it kind of came from, I'm thinking, did Bing Crosby come up with this? I guess so. A man allowed to beat his wife with a stick which is not thicker than his thumb. <laughs> How did Andy Griffith refer to it? If uh, the woman is going to get the what fur, I guess they were trying to help? I guess so. I don't know. Oh, my why. goodness. All right. They say it's not true, That's... but it, it's a great story, though. Is it, though? <laughs> I fa- literally, I found the, the first thing I looked. I, that's what I found. I was like, then I got a little digging, digging, and kind of. All right, it's just uh, all good. All right, I got another one What's for that? you, Neil. Keep calm and carry on. Okay. Do you have any guesses? I think I do know this one. Okay, so you see this sign a lot right. recently, like in the past twenty years. Yeah. I say it's become keep calm much and chive on. If you like, right, you all like, that kind of thing. If you like chive. I don't know why that's a thing, but. So it's a motivational poster produced by the British government around 1939 to prepare for World War II. So they yep. knew that they were going to get bombed. Yep. Um, so it was something to try to keep the morale up amongst the public. So this poster was rarely displayed in public back then. But then around 2000 at a bookshop in England... They found this poster and then found this resurgence. So it's been reissued a number of times by private companies, a bunch of different people. And like you said, a lot of different themes. So here are some of the ones that I found besides the original. Keep calm and carry on. Keep calm and maintain social distancing. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It should be physical distancing. But, But we'll allow that. Keep calm and follow your dreams. That's like one of those hang in there baby cat posters. Keep calm and avoid zombies. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Keep calm and drink wine. I like that. My favorite. Keep calm and have sex. There you go. (laughs) But can you do... Both at the... I don't know if that holds true. That's kind of a oxymoron of some sort, isn't it? I think he... I believe in you, Scott. You could do it. <laughs> There's still a gentleman who works at the local Green Valley gas station up the road from me. He used to pump gas when they had gas. Kelly and I call him Mr. New England. Okay. His name is Howard. But every time you say goodbye to him, it's always, all right, carry on. <laughs> In his New England accent. Uh-huh. So it's almost like Pep- Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> but it's always, hey, we'll see you, Howard. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> it's like, we will do that. Carry on and have some chatter. <laughs> carry on. There you go, Neil. Very good. Keep calm and, and carry, carry on. on. I, well, you know, I, I, I did know that because I am, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated with the, with the crown. and the. Uh, so I do, I've been watching a lot of British uh, history you know shows what? and stuff like that. So. Just fascinated with him. I do like that show. Like before, I, di- I don't care about the whole royal thing. I always thought it was stupid and I didn't care who was prince and princess and all that. Uh-huh. But I enjoy that show greatly. Oh, it's really, it's, it's great. It's a great show. All right. So are you ready for mine? Oh, I can't wait. Number three for me. 
This is the number three. The world is your oyster. The world is your oyster. Now I say this all the time when just to get you know whatever. What do you want to do today? The world is the world is your oyster. So I'm I'm thinking this is from a 18th century Chesapeake Bay waterman. What? <laughs> First of all, no, that's not right. What it does portray is like it's often said to a young person who's about to embark on an adult life. That everything is everything is open to one, and if one is lucky, they could encounter something special. So your the world's your oyster. The world is boundless, and all possibilities exist. So this really came from. You ready for this, Scott? A Shakespearean play. You just say what? A, a Shakespearean play called "The Merry Wives of Windsor." Oh, the Merry Wives of Windsor. Never read it or seen right. it. So I thought what we would do today is maybe call in the, Shakespeare, the OCB Shakespearean uh, act, acting um, theater. Oh, oh our, our, our little troupe that we yeah, have going yeah, on yeah, on I, the I, side? I mean, I mean, I mean I, we didn't do a lot this past summer because of the, the COVID, but, but we're, we're planning. No, but we'll get back, we'll get on the stage in the summer, the summertime. The, 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 this summer, uh, we're, we're going to have, a, you know, a whole summer theater thing. Right. In the round, I'm I'm hope I'm hoping I could pull I could pull Hamlet Hamlet again. I really I hope I can get that part, dude. Dude, you play Hamlet like nobody's business. All right, all right, all right. back 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 to the back to the um to a little Shakespearean um theater. So this is a, a, these are lines now, Scott. You're gonna play the um this part of Falstaff, okay? Falstaff. And I'm gonna play the part of Pistol, who says the actual line, okay? The saying, okay, okay. <clears throat> no, we're not going to uh, we're not going to give this any context. We're just going to go right into it, right? When you're ready, good sir. <laughs> Are you, uh, <clears throat> la la la. Let me try that. Good eye. Right, right. Go. Oh wait, that's Australia. Okay, here we go. Ready? All right, go. I will not lend thee a penny. Why then, the world's mine oyster, which I will sword will open. Not a penny. Oh, the crowd loves oh my it. God, I can't. That that took that took everything out wait. of me. <laughs> wait, wait, Neil. Neil, let's do this like we were um, uh, Italian immigrants in a stereotypical 1930s movie. Okay, why not? You want to try that? Sure. You're, you're, once again, we say, we say same parts, right? Same parts. Okay. Hey, that's a matter for you. I will not lend you a penny. Why? When the world's my oyster, which I will not swear to will open. Hey, not a penny. <laughs> oh. Either way, it it works, doesn't it? I'll tell you, this Shakespearean group is so versatile. We we could do everything. I I can't wait to do more of those. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, yes, it's a metaphor for um everything. The possible. world is my oyster from Shakespeare. What doesn't come from Shakespeare? I'll tell you something that doesn't come from what Shakespeare. Is that? This saying, "Cat got your tongue." Ooh, what's that from? So this is an idiom used to compel someone to speak or say something. Usually, adults say it to kids when they're being very quiet. Like, sure. what's wrong? Cat got your tongue? So the origin of this could be from the English Navy. A lot of this is yeah, English like, stuff. What the heck's going on? Don't they, don't it, they speak English? <laughs> <laughs> you think they would, being from England. But uh, this is from the English Navy when they used a whip called a cat o' nine tails for flogging. Okay. The pain was so severe... That it caused the victim to stay quiet for a long time. So my question to you, Neil, is: Have you ever been whipped, <laughs> or or do you just pay extra for that? I'm no nothing. Um, I like whipped cream. <laughs> okay. Well, another possible source okay. of this saying 
It could be from ancient Egypt. That's what I thought. That, that's what I do remember. Okay, continue. In Egypt, it's maybe where the liars and blasphemers had their tongues cut out and they fed them to the cats. Because you know how those Egyptians love those cats. Exactly. And I actually, I looked at a uh, can of Friskies at the grocery store. Friskies, the uh, cat food. You okay? And the second ingredient on there was tongue. <laughs> so cat got your tongue? That's some good research. Now, I'm glad you didn't ask Scruffy to do that. Scruffy, you know, Scruffy and the cats don't get along very well. Oh, no, 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 no. My money's on Scruffy. All right. I wouldn't put that. Would so what do, you, what do you think it is? Is it Egyptian or is it the uh, the English? What, what is it? I don't I, I think it's a blending of both. Like everything else, like we said, it's just all blended yeah. together. You know, once again, the boxer briefs syndrome. <laughs> boxer briefs. It all comes back to that, doesn't it? Exactly. Maybe that's the theme of 2021. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, Neil, my next saying yes, that I have for I'm you listening. is... Climate change, oh. and uh, we're, we're out of time. Oh, man. Already, time flies. This Are was, you kidding me? This was fun. We're, we're going to get to that. I know. One day. So, uh, all right, so uh, uh, next time we're going to have another great episode for everybody. Number 84. Keep listening. Thank you so much. We're over 7,000 listens. All across this great world of ours. Exactly. Please listen. Spread the word. All right. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Please share the link, download, listen. and listen. We're on Amazon, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.